On today's show, we're going to talk about an important thing, an important topic that comes up, especially around Mother's Day and Father's Day and major holidays, and that is the importance of forgiving family. Right. Typically, we talk about this, about family relationships. Mm -hmm. um, I remember in 2018 when we got to Thanksgiving and Christmas, that okay. whole holiday season, and how difficult it can be with yeah. being with family members, okay? Yeah. But we just had Mother's Day, yeah. and we're about to have Father's Day. Right. Um, Mother's Day is a major holiday. Father's Day is a very minor holiday. That's, right. Right? We, that's what we've been told. Um, but it, we ran into this article that um, is a, it, it's a little bit complex. Yeah. So we want to proceed slowly and carefully. But it struck us because we have talked about it before, but um, the author of this article, she's a psychotherapist, um, she's wow. a psychotherapist. Wow. Um, her name is Emmy Lowe, mm -hmm. and um, she writes about forgive about forgiving our family. Mm -hmm. And in our business, um, thanks to Sigmund Freud, um, we blame a lot, and I mean blame. Mm -hmm. We blame right. a lot of our problems on our parents. Yep. Okay. It, so much so that it has become part of just. Um, Common, I mean, just just yeah. what people. Oh, he's she's got daddy issues. He had a daddy, a mother issue. You know, yeah. he's still attached to his mother, um, and so we have this sort of underlying assumption that mm -hmm. everybody makes that right. it's your fault. I've seen many. Um, usually, they're teenagers and college students mm -hmm. who are still angry mm -hmm. about something that their parents did or didn't right. do. Right. Um, I there was a I saw a fellow a few years ago, and he was angry that. He wanted something when he was about 13 or 14 mm -hmm. years old. I don't know whether it was a, a boat or a car or something. And he never got over that. Right. It was too young or something. And he said, no, we're not going to get you that. You know, you have to wait until you're 16 or eight, whatever it was. And he was still carrying that anger around right. with him. Okay. And um, I had a, had a cousin one time who was always angry about her father. Well, her father did the best job he could. Right. He, he didn't really do anything to her. Right. It wasn't an abusive relationship. Right. But she was always angry that he didn't do more. Um, but And I kept telling her that he did the best job that he could, right. given his background and his education. He, he cared about you, and he did as well as he could. Yeah, right? and, I, and I think that's going to be an important piece to consider as we're going through this. And that is, you know, certainly there are circumstances where there was abuse and, um, you know, bad things like that with that's trauma right. and things like that happen. And, and that's a very different situation. Yeah, we're not we're talking, talking about, about traumatic right. trauma, okay? Right. We're talking about the normal slings and arrows that right. most of us who grow up in a family, mm -hmm. especially if you have more than one child, mm -hmm. okay? If there are a couple of siblings mm -hmm. and a family and aunts and uncles and grandparents, there are these little slights that mm -hmm. occur. Right. Right? They're usually, usually, not on purpose, but we all experience a, we all experience disappointments mm -hmm. in our families. Yes. Okay, uh, family members tend to hurt each other. Mm -hmm. They tend to offend each other. They tend to insult right. each other. There are jealousies. Okay, we know about that. Yeah. Okay, so um, so we want to talk about uh, forgiving and forgetting. You know what well, that's does how it started? Right? Yeah. Her, her, the title is what forgiving your family really means. Right. And I think it's a, it's a it's a little bit of a complicated. Um, 
uh, path that we're going to take here. Mm -hmm. Okay, but I think it's an important introduction, and I suspect that as the as this calendar year, as we get into the second half of the calendar year, we're going to take a break here for summer, right? We take a vacation, but then we get into the holiday season, right. start of school, holiday season. So we're probably going to come back to this issue um, a couple more times right. in the second half of 2019. Right. Okay, but let's talk about forgiving and forgetting. Yeah, and and I like. I like how she differentiates it because we do this a lot in therapy. We, we right. talk to people a lot about the difference between forgiving and forgetting. Right. And now she refers to it as an antidote. Uh, one is the antidote to the other. And I, I'm not right. sure that I would refer to it. I don't like that word because antidote uh, that means a cure. And right. you know, forgetting is not a cure for forgiving right. um, or vice versa. So, right. um, so I, I don't know that I would, I would have used that same word. However, Forgiving and forgetting are two very different things. Right. Um, because though we may try, forgetting is very, very, very difficult. Right. You're not going to forget what happened. No. Um, and, and what she says is that by trying to uh, give, the, give off the illusion of forgetting, um, you're not allowing yourself to go through the process that you need to go through to forgive. Exactly. So the first thing we do is we distinguish forgetting and forgiving. Right. Forgiving is a very different um, thing right. um, than forgetting. You're right. You may never forget. Right. Okay. So what you have to do is you have to learn how to forgive. Right. And th that's what she means by the art, what, what forgiveness really means. Right. Okay. So the second issue is you're not going to forget. Right. Say, forget about forgetting it. You're not going to forget it. Mm -hmm. Okay. So you have to learn forgiveness. And she says that in order to achieve forgiveness, mm -hmm. which is something, and I think that's desirable, right. because if you don't forgive, mm -hmm. you're going to carry these animosities, right. these hurts, these slights, and it's going to continue to contaminate mm -hmm. your relationship, right. okay? Um, I, have a, I have two brothers and two sisters, and um, one of my brothers and I had our first what I would even consider a mild disagreement mm -hmm. in our entire life. We just never argued yeah. about anything. Um, we had a mild disagreement. We, neither of us will ever forget that. Right. Okay. But we have we have each forgiven. Right. Okay. So what Emmy Lowe talks about in this article is what's the process that right. you have to go through because eventually you have to get to forgiveness, mm -hmm. and not to give it away. But in the end, it's about grow up. Yeah. Okay. Stop bl like, like my relative. Stop blaming mm -hmm. everybody else. Right. Probably everybody else had a, they had a right to their opinion. They probably did the best they could. Right. Okay. So, in the end, it's going to be grow up, but but it's not that simple. Right. So let, so she talks about this process mm -hmm. that's helpful to go through because what you don't want to do is forgive prematurely. Right. Okay. Right. Because forgiving prematurely leads to things like substance abuse. You're, you're going to bury it. Right. You're still going to be angry. Mm -hmm. You haven't really dealt with right. it. And it's going to continue to eat away at you. Right. And it's going to come out as substance abuse or depression or anger right. or in other ways. So um, we agree with, with her that it is important to work through this process right. and get to an adult-like forgiveness. Right. And so, again, we're emphasizing that this is, this is we're talking about disagreements and we're talking about interactions and things like that. We're not talking about uh, abuse or traumas or things like that right. because that's a very different um, mm -hmm. set of circumstances. Um, but the first thing that we have to do is we have to get to the truth, right? right? And, 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 and I think that that is, you know, certainly it's the first step, 
But it may be one of the most difficult steps right. because I, and I was just talking to someone the other day about what happens when we look back at past circumstances. And you know, we each look at those, those histories, those experiences through the lenses of our own experiences and the experiences of that time, but also our experiences since that time. Right. And so that it may skew our memories just a little bit. Mm-hmm. And so we have to, to, to really find the truth. We have to be able to have conversations about it. We have to be able to talk about it and accept the idea that somebody else is going to have a different memory right. or different perspective of it. But take all of that information together to really um, try to have a comprehensive appreciation of what really happened. That's right. And, and, and at, this, at this first step, mm-hmm. because remember, we're talking about a process here. Right. At this first step, it's okay to face the truth right. in its m- most raw right. form. Um, it's the ugly, mm-hmm. horrible, wretched truth. Okay, right. Go ahead and face that. Okay, right. um, There are times when... Uh, when you have a disagreement with a with a sibling or a family member or parent, and it's a it's a slight, it's a it's a mm-hmm. little tiny right. uh, offense. There are other times when it's huge. Mm-hmm. Okay, there are other times when you know somebody really did do something to right. damage you, either financially or they took advantage of you in some way, or they lied about you in some way mm-hmm. for their own personal gain. So whatever it is. Um, whether it's a small hurt or a significant, right. some significant damage was done, right. go ahead and face it for what it is. Right. Admit how hurtful, how caustic, how toxic it really was. Right. That's the first step. Yeah, okay? and, and everybody involved has to be willing to do that. Right. Um, right. Because if they're not, you know, forgiveness is going to be very difficult if it's just one person doing it. Right. Um, no. And this involves multiple people. It's right. going to be really difficult. Not that it's impossible, but it's very difficult. And, right. um, well, let me correct that by saying it's very going to be very difficult to forgive and move forward with a positive relationship with right. the, with that person. Right. Uh, because you may forgive them, but it may be difficult to maintain a relationship with that person thereafter. And if they keep doing the hurtful thing, right. now you have a different problem. Ag- okay? Absolutely. Now, now you have to set some boundaries or you mm-hmm. have to avoid that person. Right. Otherwise, you're going to continue to subject yourself absolutely. to that hurt. So again like trauma, recurring pain mm-hmm. um, is something you don't have to tolerate right. from anybody, including a family member. Absolutely. And that's what we talk about at holiday time. Yep. If, you have a, if you have a toxic family member who is hurting you mm-hmm. emotionally or verbally or yeah. physically, no, there, you have no obligation to expose yourself to repeated hurts. Absolutely, okay. absolutely. So the next part, uh, so you're, you're, ex- you're, you're accepting within yourself right. that, that raw truth. Right. The next thing is to talk to other people, is, is to, to share your experience with other people, especially the other people involved. That's right. What that does in telling your story to others, whether you write it in a journal or talk to another, uh, to, to, to friends or, or uh, associates, it clarifies your thinking. Right. So you face, in, in step one, you face the raw truth, the ugly truth. In step two, you start to clarify your thinking. You're going to articulate it. Right. Yeah. Typically what people do is they say, it really made me angry. Mm-hmm. And they say that in many different ways, right. and some crudely and some gently. But uh, the, the first emotion that bubbles out typically is anger. Right. Okay. And I guess this is step three. Um, right. Just as a spoiler. Right. You know? um, but is it really anger? Right. Okay. And that's what telling your story, it helps to clarify how you're really feeling. Yeah. The first reaction is going to be anger, mm-hmm. but in telling your story to others, you begin to clarify your own thinking. Yeah. But you're probably going to have to deal with anger because right. you've been hurt, because you've been slighted, 
um, you're going to have to deal with your anger because right. you are going to be, it's likely that you're going to be angry. Right. Okay. Yeah. And we, we've talked about this on other podcasts and we talk about it with each other often right. when, we're, when we're dealing with, um, you know, working on cases or, you know, forensic cases or with patients and stuff. Right. You don't really, you don't really know how well you understand something until you're trying to tell somebody else. Right. Um, and so you, you have to put words to things that are just feelings and feelings are something you experience for yourself and you can say, yes, that's how it makes me feel. But if you, as soon as you try to articulate that, that's when it starts to get into a, you have to have a different appreciation right. for it. Right. And you're right. Um, you, you know, mo more likely than not, you're going to be experiencing some level of anger. Um, um, it's going to be hurt. It's going to be frustration. It's going to be disappointment. But a lot of that is going to manifest as anger. And step three is giving a voice to that. That's right. Because if you don't clarify your anger, yeah. it has a tendency to be directed at others. Mm -hmm. And if it's directed at others, anger becomes aggression. Right. Okay, either verbal or physical. If it's directed inward, right. if you if you turn it on yourself, mm -hmm. it's gonna become shame, you know, right. that it's your fault, right. that you caused this, that you're somehow responsible for this. So be very careful with anger because while it's a normal emotion, you have to be careful mm -hmm. how you express it and where you direct it. So that's the important thing about dealing with your anger. Right. And that's an important part of this process right. is that you have to figure out what to do, and that's where you may need some help. Yeah, I'm still very angry, yeah. which means I'm I'm becoming aggressive. Mm -hmm. Okay, and that's what you don't want to do. Right. It's how you so be careful about what you do with that anger. Right. Okay. And, and as you're going through this process, um, you know, anger is one of the step, one of the grief process, one of right. the, a part of the grief process. And so you're going to be going through, you're going to be grieving. Uh, to it some level. A, it is a grief process. Right. Right? And I think she's, I think there's some wisdom there, um, is that we tend to be, well, I'm ups, I'm angry and it stops there. Mm -hmm. No. Anger is a step yeah. in the grief process. Right. You know, you want to shake your fist at, a, you know, this angry God that this, that why did this happen? But anger isn't the end of the process. It is a step in a process. Right. It's right. a step, and it's a step in the grief process. Right. But there's more work to do. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so, and as we're getting through this, um, I like what she talks about um, with this next step of, you know, looking at the past through the lens of the present and, and putting that together. I, I've been listening to um, uh, Victor uh, Frankel's um, yeah. book uh, on logotherapy. Right. Mm -hmm. and, and one of the things he does, and I think this is fascinating, I gotta, I, I need to read so much more about it, is the idea of looking at your present from your anticipated future and then looking back and saying, so if you made the bad decision, what decision would you like to look back on right. and say that you made? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And, and I think that that idea is really, really interesting because what she's talking about here is, you know, you're looking at the past through, through what you know in the present mm -hmm. and, and trying to make some decisions about, you know, how can we go, how can we move on from here? Right, right. Um, I love this step in the process, mm -hmm. okay? It, it, it resonated with me because she said, what you have to do with this next step is when she, she calls it integrating the past mm -hmm. into the present. Right. Take your childlike feelings, mm -hmm. which is really what they are. Right. You know, I'm, I'm angry with my father because he didn't buy me a car when I was 16, right. okay? If he had bought me a car when I was 16, my life would have been very different, yeah. right? Okay, everything would have been okay. Yeah. You know, if, he, if, he would just, if he had just bought me a car, everything would have been. That's a childlike emotion, right. okay? It's time now 
to turn those childlike emotions into adult-like mm -hmm. emotions. Right. And the adult-like emotions are, let's get with reality here. Right. You know, why, do, you know, let's think about this. You know, we, we see this in children of divorce where young children look for the parent who's telling them the truth. Right. They're, they're hearing two different stories. Right. The mother tells a story, the dad tells a story. And the child is saying, well, they both can't be right. right. Somebody has to be lying to me. Mm -hmm. So the children begin this years-long search for who's lying to me. Right. Okay. Eventually, when they get to their teenage years mm -hmm. or maybe adult years, they say, oh, now I get it. Each parent told me their version. Right. They can both be right. right. That takes maturity that an yeah. eight, nine, ten-year-old doesn't have. Okay. Right. So that then you begin to realize as you get older to say, oh, okay, so for my mother, this was true. For my dad, this was true. Right. You can have two truths. Well, and you know, and I know you're talking about divorced families, but that happens in happens intact in, families. Right. I mean, right. you know, there are lots of times. You know, we see these kids all the time where you know, if they want to do something, they go ask dad when right. mom's not home because dad will say yes and right. mom will say no, or, or vice versa. They go parent so, shopping. Yeah, yep. and so they make decisions to to do those things based upon. What did you do? I don't you know. Your microphone? No, my my microphone become animated. I, I bet that was really loud for everybody. So apologize for that. Um, it's his fault. So, um, but but yeah, it, it, it's going to happen in intact families. It's going to happen in divorced families. It's going to happen. Um, it'll happen between, oh, for goodness sakes, it's going to happen between parents and teachers. Mm -hmm. You know, your kid's at school and the teacher says one thing and the parent says something else. Right. And the kid's going to have to differentiate that. So these kinds of things happen, but the appreciation for it doesn't come until much later when, when there's sort of that maturity of cognitive skills. That's right. So think about, think about your past, mm -hmm. these, these hurts and these slights and these things that you've been carrying with you, that maybe it's time to rethink them. Right from an adult-like perspective, rather than hanging on to your childhood right. anger, mm -hmm. um, run it through a different processing system, right. uh, a more adult-like process, that, that something can be good and bad, something, right. th there can be two truths, there mm -hmm. can be, um, you can have anger and compassion at the mm -hmm. same time. So yes. think about it from an adult perspective, not from your old childhood. Right. And that's what she means by integrating the past into the present. Mm -hmm. Take your childhood emotions right. And, and transform them into adult, more adult-like emotions. Right. Yes, you were hurt, but let's rethink this thing. Yeah, okay? I think it's a very valuable step. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. And so as you're going through that, you're gonna be now approaching mm -hmm. the idea of forgiveness. Right, that's right, that's right. And then the last step is learn how to be, mm -hmm. and I put that in capital letters, B-E, yeah. learn how to be with family. Right. Um, avoid the triggers, mm -hmm. set the boundaries. Okay, right. that's what we talk about at holiday right. time. Okay, you you have to learn how to be with these family members. You you've you've run this through, you've done this process, but you still have to deal with people. And um, if there are people who do trigger you, there are things that they do. I we all have relatives who do that. Yeah. We, if you have siblings, um, there are things that siblings do that just rankle you. Um, my family is going um, going through a little bit of some medical problems with my with my mother, and. I, I talked to my siblings the other day and I said, you know, each one of us has something that angers everybody right. else. You know, in you it's this and in you it's this and it's you. And we just have to tolerate. Yeah. You know, we, let's say mine is, let's say I have a hot temper, okay? Everybody in my family wants me not to have a hot temper, okay? Mm -hmm. So they say, well, if you would change that, everything would be good. Mm -hmm. 
but we're all doing that to each other. Right. Saying, if you would change this, and if you would change this, and do no, it's just what we have to accept about each other. Right. There's no serious harm being done, mm -hmm. and you just accept that. Yeah. That's learning how to be with family. Yeah. I know that this sibling is going to talk too much. Mm -hmm. Okay, right. I know that about her. Mm -hmm. So settle down, and 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 have, but still have a relationship. Yeah. Okay, so learn how to be with family. Right. Sometimes you have to set boundaries, right. and sometimes, and we said this last holiday season don't even go to the event mm -hmm. you know right. if, if thanksgiving dinner is so traumatic that mm -hmm. you end up being upset don't go right that's perfectly acceptable right. you're allowed not to go if it's going to be that tumultuous that toxic right. that just damaging to you yeah. don't expose yourself to yeah it. one of the things that um i, I mentioned the the Frankel book um, and the, the idea of logotherapy yes, um, a minute right. ago. And one of the things he talks about is uh, paradoxical, mm -hmm. uh, a paradoxical approach. Right. And so, yeah, you, when you're going into some of these events or, or circum circumstances, you, you want to go in with the expectation. You know, you don't want to go in and think, you know, it's going to be great, even right. though you know that that right. family member is going to really say something or do something that's likely to upset right. you. Mm -hmm. You want to go in and expect it. And so one of the things he, like he would recommend is you go in and say, and instead of trying to think, um, I mean, I hope that, you know, Uncle Steve doesn't um, right. doesn't do this or this or this. Go into it and say, I wonder how many times I could catch him doing that. <laughs> yeah, right, right. And now it becomes a game. And now you've right. taken the, the, the mystery and the frustration mm -hmm. out of it. And you've turned it into something that's going to be, um, you're going to expect it. And, and when we expect something, we're not going to be as uh, disturbed or upset by it. I think I can say this. Um, Uncle Steve, yeah, um, he likes to have the little girls sit on his lap. Uh -huh. right? Well, the little girls are now twelve and thirteen. Yeah. Okay. So now we have to prepare for right. that. Okay. Right. It was okay when she was six or seven, but right. hey, Steve, she's fourteen. Yeah. They don't sit on your lap anymore. Right. Okay. So prepare for those kinds of things yeah. rather than just be angry about it right. okay, and and be angry with him, be worried about it. Prepare for it. Right. You, you know it's going to happen. Yeah. You know, as Uncle Steve is getting a little up in years now, and he's. Yeah. some disinhibition he's forgetful right <laughs> it's inappropriate but prepare for that sort of thing yeah okay and again if it's and if it is inappropriate and if it is a problem don't go right but if 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 you're if you're afraid of what might happen don't go yeah right and, yeah. and you're you have permission the, the, the last step in the process is 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 facing the truth or getting to the truth yeah okay and what this is about is we all, as children, again, we have to change from childlike to adult-like. As children, we think of our parents as being perfect, right. uh, all-knowing, mm -hmm. you know, um, that they're somehow superhuman, that they possess things that others don't possess. As we get older, we realize that our parents are also flawed, mm -hmm. that they had insecurities, yeah. that they had their own demons. And Again, they did as well as they could, Most of the time. given their demon. Yeah. I have mine, mm -hmm. okay? So my parents had theirs. And you have to get to those truths about everybody, yeah. about other people. Yeah. Because, and, and that's the adult-like mm -hmm. approach that you start to take, is that we're all flawed in some way. Right. We all bring little uh, cracks and little mm -hmm. missing pieces to the interactions. And so um, that's the truth that you have right. to get to is yeah. that everybody's imperfect Absolutely. and everybody makes mistakes. Usually they're not intended. Mm -hmm. um, it's, it's usually thoughtlessness. Um, you know, if, if it is predatory, if it's, if it's done on purpose to hurt mm -hmm. you, 
you have permission right. to avoid. Okay. Stay away from that. But typically, it's the other thing, yeah. and, and so you have to be you have to get to this this other truth, this right. adult like truth. Right. Okay. Yeah. And then if you go through this process, you finally get to liberation. Yeah. Well, she calls it liberation. Right. Is that you finally break free of this, um, of your anger and your resentments, and um, you break free of that, and then you're able to forgive. Right. That, that's how you get to forgiveness, yeah. is that you liberate yourself yeah. from these feelings that you've been harboring all this time. Right. Mm-hmm. So clearly this is a process right. that, that takes time, and you got to go through these different steps. And, mm-hmm. and as you said to begin with, if you try to jump to the liberation, you're not going to be liberated. You're going to right. be. You're going to have not processed it the right way, or, or considered some things the right way, right. to the point where you're going to, you know, you're going to continue to harbor some of that frustration and, right. and feelings of being upset. And if we go back to Uncle Steve, what what happens is if you've been successful, that you can have compassion mm-hmm. and protect yourself. Right. You know, you you learn how to do both. Right. You can say, okay, I understand. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm going to protect myself, right. okay? And I'm going to do what I need to protect my feelings. Right. If you keep exposing yourself to it and don't do this, right. um, that could that's a problem. Yeah. But that's that's a problem of your making, okay? Right. So right. so you have the obligation to protect yourself and your children, mm-hmm. but you can be compassionate in the process, right. okay? Yeah. So, I, I like I like what she says here. Yeah, I think it's a good right. idea. As we said, it's a little bit complex, yeah. okay? These these are not things that come naturally to most of us. But I think it's uh, there's a wisdom here that um, that uh, I hope you take advantage of. Take a look at the article. It's a short read. It's just yeah. a few pages long. Mm-hmm. Okay, and uh, if you're struggling with these sorts of things, give us a call. Yeah, yeah, we Definitely. can walk you through it. Yeah, mm-hmm. I feel like I need to talk to you about your uncle Steve. I, I'm really worried about. I have I, actually. I have. Um, I've been I'm dealing with some of that in my office. These not in my office. I'm careful here. But um, there is a family where a little bit of this is going on, mm-hmm. and so we have to protect these these young teenage girls because I mm-hmm. think he, I think Uncle Steve is being a little bit frisky, um, and taking advantage of, of of them. Okay. And so um, we're working through that. Goodness. All right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Well, I think that's it for today. It's good to be back, isn't it? It is. It is good to be back. Yeah. Two weeks in a row, we did it. Right. So, all right. That's it for today. Until next time, stay happy, stay healthy, and forget to be afraid. 